You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey everybody, it's Adam, live and in person for you. Hey everybody, it's Adam, wonder who he'll interview. Hey everyone, it's Call Me Adam, and welcome to my very first episode of my new podcast, Bearing It All with Call Me Adam. And I am thrilled that my premier guest is none other than three-time Drama Desk nominee, Tom Dangora. Hi, Tom. Hey, Adam. How are you? I am fabulous, thank you. How are you? I'm great. I'm so thrilled that you were my first guest because you were my very first guest when I launched Call Me Adam. Yes. So this is like a wonderful culmination. It had a different name. It did. It was a dumbbell's quest. Yes. Yes, but nobody knew how to pronounce it, so I was like, time to change it. And, uh, And then I was like... This is what everybody will call me. Just call me Adam. Yeah. Yeah. Rebranding. Yes. I love it. And you've called a few times, which has been great. So mm-hmm. thank you for answering again. Oh, I love it. So we have so much to talk about. Yes. Um, first of all, uh, I want to know, what are you loving that you have seen? Broadway, off-Broadway, TV? Oh, um, okay. I loved Fosse Verdon. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Did, did you? I, I watched part of it. I still have to catch up on the rest. Um, but I, I was loving Michelle it. Michelle Williams was breathtaking. Oh my God, amazing. Um, that was super, super enjoyable. Um, what else have I watched? Um, I watch a lot of TV now. Yeah. Um, I'm not fully caught up in General Hospital, but things okay. are getting very hectic. Mm-hmm. May Sweeps was great. Um, Did Rebecca Budd come back yet? No, not yet. Okay. I'm so excited. She's coming. She'll always be Greenlee to me. Yes, yes, you me know? too. Yeah. But um, that's going to be great. And um, yeah, I've just been so busy uh, at my theater, uh, closing shows, re- opening shows, yes. moving shows, yes. that it's been uh, you know hard to catch up on anything that I don't produce. Yeah. Well, you have a lot going on. I mean... You just closed musical after yeah. a decade, yeah. over 3,000 performances. Mm-hmm. Um, Marvelous Wonderettes also just closed. Yes. Uh, Andy Anuno? Addie Anuno. Addie Anuno. Is that still... It's Well, we're on a summer hiatus, because okay. uh, we did that last year, too. Okay. Um, and we'll be back, I don't know where, but uh, we'll be back in the fall, I'm sure. Oh, terrific. And Naked Boy Singing is still running. Yes. And you... Just opened a musical about Star Wars, which is your newest show. Mm -hmm. Now, you've been at Theater Row, which is where we're filming our interview. You've been here for almost a decade. Almost, yeah. Yeah. And now you're moving to St. Luke's Theater. So, uh, how come you're, why are you moving? I think it is time to move on. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, um, first off, we're doing a show called A Musical About Star Wars. It made a lot of sense to move from the Kirk to the Luke. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, uh, I think I think the show will do will 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 be better there. I think it's a better location, uh, 40, 46 and Eighth Avenue. Yeah. Um, it has seventy six more seats. Oh wow. You know, um, so I think it was I think it was just. It was a, a better decision for these shows. Mm-hmm. That's great. Now, you when do you actually take residence there? July 13th. Star know. Wars starts again um, July 13th, and then Naked Boys will begin again at the Theater Center. Oh, okay. July 20th. Great. Oh, so you're having you're dividing out? Mm-hmm. Oh, terrific. So the Theater Center is 50th and Broadway. Yes. Um, Which is also a killer a great location. Set. Yes. Yes, I saw a 
um, what did I see there? I mean, I saw the Fantastics there. Uh, Perfect Crime, mm-hmm. I saw there. And that's still there. Yeah, that's still running. Um, and The Office is there now. Yes. Where, where Fantastics was. Yes. So that's two great locations you're going to have. Yeah, I'm excited. We're really excited. So I'm not uh, excited to move. No, well. Which I'm in the middle of right do, now. Yes. You're sitting in filth, <laughs> as you see. <laughs> I wouldn't say filth. It's clutter. So let's talk a little bit about musical and, and just mm-hmm. the, the run of it. So it ran for a decade. Yeah. Do you have any and some of the some of the special guests I do just want to mention were Perez Hilton, Emmy winner Jack Hay, SNL star uh, Sherry O'Terry, Latoya Jackson, and Queer Eyes Carson Kressley, just mm-hmm. a handful of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean Christine Petty, Michael West, Christina, Andrea McCardle, Christina, Leslie Kritzer yes. has been in it. Uh, Rory O'Malley was in it. Yes, Christina I Bianco. So just I mean everybody yeah. has done it. So do you have any like top memories or top um mishaps that happen <laughs> <laughs> there's so many there's so many i mean because i was here the whole time i was always here uh it was so much fun um oh my one time this is my favorite i got a um frantic text message from sherry o'terry saying oh my god tom um i don't know what to do i i, I didn't realize what time it was and i'm at Fifth avenue and the show's in five minutes and, and it, um she thought she was late for the saturday matinee but it was oh. actually friday oh my god and so she was frantic and um i get the message and i call her and she answers the phone hello and i say you realized it's friday and she's like the cab driver told me. And I said, okay, <laughs> no worries. We would have held curtain for you anyway. Don't oh, worry. Oh, that would have been nice. Um, that was... That's th- hilarious. Yeah, that was really, really, really funny. Um, for Andrea McCardle's last show during the finale, Denial, every other cast member came out dressed as Annie. Oh, my God. One after hilarious. another. after They all came out in Annie costumes. Oh, my God. That was awesome. That's hilarious. Let's talk about... Naked boy singing. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's been a constant in my almost my entire adult life. I first started doing it when I was 22, so oh I mean, it's I'm 40 now. You know, it's That's... so as a, naked boys has always been there. Yeah. Um, it's still fun. The boys are still great. It's it's still a good show. The audiences are still enjoying mm-hmm. it. You know, and we're still full. We're sold out tomorrow. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. What's um, what's the most awkward moment that's happened, what? or one of the most awkward moments? Oh my, that's its own podcast <laughs> over the years. Um, we had a gentleman, I won't name names, I hope he's doing much better now, <laughs> who um, showed up, uh, he was doing Molly or Ecstasy or whatever the kids call it these uh-huh. days, and I didn't know, and it hit him in the middle of the show, and he almost fell off the stage. It was, and um, so... He left before we could say anything to him. We sent him an email, called him to say, you know, please don't come back. Uh-huh. You're no longer with the show. Right. But he went out partying, I guess, afterwards and lost his phone. Oh, my God. And didn't get any of the messages or anything. So as we were putting in his replacement the next day, he walked in and went, <laughs> entered the room going, I'm here. <laughs> and he said, no, you're not. No, you are not here. Oh. Bless. Bless. Yes. Yes. Well, like you said, hopefully he is doing better. I hope he's doing much better. But I was I was going to say this for the end, but I want to combine Naked Boy Singing and Star Wars. For oh, yeah? Moment. If you were to cast... Naked Star Wars Naked, singing. yes. Who would, you, who would you cast based on characters from Star Wars? Who who would you want the boys to be? Like Naked? Yeah. Naked? 
Um, like if I could see any, I mean, like if it could be like Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Darth Vader. Oh, like Harrison Ford in '77. Yeah. Yeah, I'd see him naked. Okay. And I would absolutely see naked Luke. Yeah. 1977. Yeah. Mark Hamill. Yeah. Um, and um, Adam Driver now. Oh yeah. Hello. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but I would, I'd want him to be a combo of Kylo Ren and his character from Girls. <laughs> that would be nice to see. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, that could be like the next generation. Yeah. 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 The new Disney movies. The new, yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, so speaking of Star Wars, let, let's move on yeah. to, to Star Wars because that's your newest thing. It is. And it's, it's super fun. Yes, it is. So what can you tell us about the show? Okay. Well, um... So it's called a musical about Star Wars because that's what it is. It's a musical about Star Wars. It's not Star Wars the musical. Mm-hmm. It's not a parody. We're, it's not in that trend of the musical parodies right now. Mm-hmm. It's uh, for theater people. I would say the easiest way to describe it would be, it's like complete history of Shakespeare Bridge meets title of show mm. about Star Wars. So it's it's about the fandom. It's these two super fans that are trying to put up. Um, a Star Wars musical and get it to Comic-Con and play the Comic-Con circuit. <laughs> um, and they encounter an, an actress who hates Star Wars. And basically, for them to go on, they have to convince her that Star Wars is the greatest thing to ever happen in the history of the galaxy. Much, much, much better than Star Trek. Um, <laughs> for them to be able to get you on. And it's it's ridiculous. It's really stupid in a really fun way. Uh, the audiences have been incredible. Um, yeah, we just have a great time with it. I think there's over 35 costume changes in 80 minutes. Um, the cast is incredible. Everyone in the cast, uh, is a musical alumni. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So it's really funny and they're great. Um, yeah, it's, um, honestly someone last night, a super star Wars fan said, you know, it's a must see for any star Wars fans, but the good thing about it is casual fans are welcome. Mm. You know, and um, we've had uh, someone wrote a great blog on TDF that uh, had never seen a Star Wars movie and was just here with her boyfriend and loved it. Oh, that's amazing. And she so she loved it so much. She wrote a whole blog about why if you've never seen Star Wars, you can still see the show and love it. Because there's a whole uh, musical theater. There's a whole Broadway element to right, it, too. It's, right. You know, it's a, it's a Star Wars inside joke. It's also a Broadway inside joke. Mm-hmm. There's a million... 80s 90s and pop culture inside jokes oh. so it's like all this fandom combined mm-hmm. it's really a commentary on like the full fandom and it's me i i was one, i'm one of the writers on it so it has four million political references i love it you know mm-hmm. you said three of the cat the cast members are alumni from yes. the musical so uh, ha- taylor crosor scott foster emily mcnamara and then the swings are uh, Dylan Hartwell and Amy Hilder Larson, who did musical and uh, Wonderettes. So now, did you write this show for them? Yes, yes. Me, Scott, and Taylor wrote it together. Oh wow. Yeah, it was born basically out of a um, a sketch from musical oh. that Scott brought in, and was um, did great. And and I said, hey, the sketch is killing. Let's write a Star Wars show. That's amazing. You know, and we didn't want to do a parody. There's so many. Yeah. And, um, you know, we started having conversations about it and the conversations were hilarious. And cause Scott's the biggest star Wars nerd and Taylor's <laughs> a huge star Wars nerd. And just the organic conversation was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, this, wait, this is a show. And 
And then um, probably two months into it, I was like, no, it's a musical. <laughs> this is a musical. This is where a song goes. I love so that. So we, um, I found uh, Billy Reese, mm-hmm. who's an incredibly talented, up-and-coming composer. He's really brilliant. And um, told talked to him about it. And he wrote a few songs that were incredible. And he wrote the whole score, I'd say, in six weeks. Wow. Yeah. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I- I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Febreze is a proud partner of Can't Cancel Pride. However you choose to express yourself, Febreze has the perfect scent to make your home even more fabulous in your own unique way. Have an amazing pride from Febreze. And how long did it take you to write the show from like the time you saw you saw the skit that um, got brought to you? Probably 10 months. Oh, wow. That's pretty Yeah, yeah. We, we, we were bad. open. We were in front of an audience within a year. Wow, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. And... Um, what was the most fun to write? Like, was there like one scene that was just like? Yeah, uh, so we have fun? we have a scene in it where uh, you know the character of Taylor, played by Taylor, mm-hmm. is um, you know letting us know about his daddy issues. Mm-hmm. So his father left as a child, and this is you know, mm-hmm. so he has abandonment issues, and he respects women because he had a single mother, and uh, to work through his daddy issues. Um, the character of Emily, played by Emily, um, suggests, you know, why don't we have Scott play your father figures as different Star Wars characters for you to work this out? <laughs> so he, you know, has like a um, a role play therapy session with Obi Wan, with Yoda. Um, it's really that's um, that was the most fun I think to write, and it's it's one of the most fun. Um, sketches in the show. It's so funny. Oh my god. I guess I should stop saying sketches because it's not musical. Right. It's a scene. They call it a scene scene, when it's not a musical review. Exactly. (laughs) When it's a full musical. Yes, it's a scene. But that's hilarious. It kills every night. I love it. Yeah, it's really funny. I love it. Um, If you could... Which was your favorite Star Wars movie? Oh, um, Return of the Jedi. Um, It was the first movie I saw in the theaters Mm -hmm. when I was five. So, you know, that sticks with you. Yeah. I also was obsessed with the Ewok movies when I was a kid. Oh. I loved Return to Endor. <laughs> I think I I didn't... I was definitely more Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. I, I didn't really watch the Ewok ones, but I loved the Ewoks in Return of the Jedi. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're so adorable. And I think my favorite scene in Return of the Jedi is when the Ewoks are throwing the spears and stuff at the uh, uh, Stormtroopers. Oh, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they take down the at Yeah. They take down the Imperial Walkers. It's great. Yeah. Um, another Star Wars question is if you could be any Star Wars character, mm-hmm. who would you want to be? Leia. <sighs> she's be- she's the one. She is. 
badass. Yeah. Best outfits. Absolutely. And she, and she has the force. Yes, that's true. That's true. She has it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And speaking of strong women, you are a huge Hillary supporter. I am. And you, you worked on her campaign. Yeah. Um, so how did you get involved initially? Yeah, well, I, I, I made a phone call in 07 uh, to donate money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I had just seen something on the news, as usual, you know, saying false things about uh, then-Senator Clinton. Mm-hmm. And so I called and I said, oh, I'd like to make a donation. Okay, I'll take your donation. I said, you know what I just heard in the news? And this is wrong because of this. And do they forget that Hillary did this, this, you know? And, and I didn't know I was talking to uh, the director of New York State for the Hillary campaign at the time. And her name was Karen. She's fabulous. And she said, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. Who are you? Come in and make calls. Tell, come do this. Oh, my if God. You, and I said, oh, I, well, okay. And I said, I'm very busy. I produce theater. I can come in for an hour or two here and there. So I went and um, I never left. I, yeah, <laughs> I went and, you know, and it turned into, um, I went to seven states. I was there every day. And then in 2016, I didn't expect it to be what it was, but I started working um, on the first day with uh, a gentleman named Adam Parkamenko, who had launched uh, the pack Ready for Hillary. Mm -hmm. And he was um, director of grassroots outreach. And he asked me to join that team, which was awesome. For the summer of 2015, we oversaw 45 states. It was so, it was intense. And... um, and then I moved to the LGBT outreach team for the general election, which was incredible. I put together um, the 2016 Pride contingency, which was one of the largest mm-hmm. contingencies New York Pride ever saw. Mm-hmm. It was the first time in history um, a major party nominee marched in a Pride parade. Wow. So I mean, it was incredible. Yeah. And I was there every. I was there from day one, and, t- and I was on the Javits stage uh-huh. that night. And what was it like to to meet her? And oh, incredible! She's incredible. Um, she's one of the most gracious human beings you'll ever meet in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, she knew I was doing a Star Wars musical like before my mother did. Oh my god! You know, um, she's so gracious. She nails the milestones. I remember um, when Wonderettes opened. A, a congratulatory letter was handed to me at half hour on opening oh, night from her. Yes. Yeah, so, so to, nice. um, so to, you know, to know that, Oh, you do it at half hour. Right. That's pretty yeah, fabulous. That is. Um, yeah. She's always so gracious, even through like my weight loss. Mm-hmm. She, um, followed that. Yeah. Um, She's great to everybody. It's a shame. We missed out big time. I know. Yeah. I know. I also want to talk a little bit about, you're also moving into TV. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've seen on social media. Yes. So you have a TV show in the works. Yes, I filmed a pilot. Yes. Um, it's called Melange. Starring Morgan Fairchild. Starring Morgan Fairchild. Who I love. His hands why I'm wearing Old Navy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Iconic. Um, yes, yeah, so uh, I had this idea years ago when I was in Provincetown um, when um, the club I was working at, uh, one of the owners passed away and it kind of changed hands. I thought... Well, wouldn't it be like? Wouldn't this be dramatic if there was like a fight over this? But mm. then there wasn't. No. <laughs> um, and so I had the idea of, for Melange, and so um, it's about basically it's like a fictional Stonewall. Okay, mm-hmm. it's a historic um, gay club that is you know that's celebrating its 40th anniversary. Originally it was 50th, mm-hmm. but then I learned when you're casting people. 
people don't really want to sign on for something yeah. that's celebrating its 50th yeah. birthday and it's a bar yeah. that they were there at the beginning of. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you know, Eileen Kristen, who is a brilliant soap actress, genius uh, Emmy nominee, who I wrote a role for, said, honey, in, I mean, if this puts me in my 70s. So I'm not in my 70s. And I went, uh, all right, let's make it 40. And she was like, oh, thank you. You know. Um, so it's about um, the 40th anniversary of this historic gay bar called Melange. And just as it's about to celebrate its 40th anniversary, the owner who has uh, been the front man of it the whole time, mm -hmm. he dies. And um, it's okay because he has he has a protege named Ryan Parker uh -huh. who has been being groomed to take the business over. And at Sid's memorial service... Um, this fabulous woman wearing a full-length mink in July um, <laughs> crashes the funeral and, sa and says, hey, not so fast. Um, and he says, wait, were you a friend of Sid's? Oh, maybe you could say that. I'm Sid's wife. And it's Morgan Fairchild. Oh, my God. And she is back to stir it up. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah, it's, the cast is incredible. It's Morgan. It's so many people. I'm going to forget people because it's 17 people. But it's Morgan Fairchild, um, Scott Evans mm -hmm. plays Ryan, um, Maya Days is in it, Aww. she's brilliant in it, um, Eileen Kristen, Emmy Award winner, Kristen Alderson, who was in the Marvelous Wonder ads, mm -hmm. um, the legendary Darnell Williams is in mm -hmm. it, um, Diana DeGarmo, Perez Hilton, uh, the amazing Omar Sharif Jr., oh. who's incredible, um, Leith Ashley is in it. Uh, so there's a lot of amazing gay oh celebrities. God. Alex Newell's in the pilot. Um, Robert Newman. Yeah, it's uh, it's an insane cast. I love it. I love it. So you filmed the pilot. Oh, and Ramsey's in it for Mad About You oh, and League of, yes. um, League of Their Own. Oh my she God. is genius level. I love her. Genius. Oh, my God. Genius. Oh, my God. And one of the nicest people ever. And we did, um, we did 30... But no, 42 pages in four days. Wow. And these people were unbelievable. We didn't have dressing rooms. We were on location. They were using, like, restaurant banquettes as, like, the green room. Oh, my God. And they were so awesome. Oh. Everyone was just unbelievable to work with. That's wonderful. So I hope, I hope we, we it, you know, we find a home for it because mm -hmm. I think it would be amazing. Yeah. The cast is incredible. Are you looking for, like... Like more like an online home, like an Amazon Hulu. I think it Netflix. would. I think it would fit best streaming. Uh huh. But also, I really think it would be great um, on own. Mm. I think it would mm. fit really well with the haves and the have-nots, and you know the, that lineup she has mm -hmm. going on there. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, it's really right up that alley. I also think it would be great on Facebook Watch mm. mm -hmm. because I think, um, from what I understand, the demographic skews a little older uh -huh. on Facebook Watch. And um, did you see the Catherine Zeta-Jones show they dropped? It, oh, it was no, fabulous. Oh. Like, honestly amazing. Oh, so wow. I hopefully that continues to build. But yeah. honestly, anywhere is great. Well, so you have a lot of people that need to call you. Netflix needs to call you. Hulu, Oprah. Oprah. Call me Oprah. And lastly, closing things out. You've been producing Off-Broadway for Like a forever. thousand years now. Yeah. So what... What is something you've learned that, like, you wish you knew when you were younger about producing? Don't overspend. That's good advice. <laughs> um, yeah, I, um, it's really hard work. 
And that's why, I mean, I love it though. And I think that's why we do so much off Broadway. Um, you know, I come really close to joining several producing teams for Broadway shows, a couple of which I left. And if I didn't, I'd, I'd have a Tony, <laughs> but what are you going to do? Um, but, um, you I have a drama desk. I, well, I lost, <laughs> I lost three. Um, right. I have an off Broadway Alliance award though. Yes. I'm the first winner in history. Oh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. For best musical. Awesome. Yep. Um, I just think, um, you know, off Broadway, it's, it's a lot of work. It's very hands-on. It's not the most glamorous, but I think it's the most rewarding. I love the day-to-day operation of it. I love being in the theater. I love, you know, being in charge of it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I really do. And, um, so, and it's, in, in that way, it's very different than a giant multi-million dollar Broadway show that has a giant team mm-hmm. and a giant chain. This, I'm the chain. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the final say. Yeah. And I get to have my fingers in every pie and I get to be a part of everything. And it's great. I'm, I know so much more than I knew 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, I can make a budget in my sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I can tell you so much about the equity rule book. Mm-hmm. I can tell, I mean, I can do this literally in my sleep now. Um, and it's still so much fun. The new show is a blast. That's incredible. Like, putting uh, Star Wars together was just as fun as doing a Broadway Diva Christmas mm-hmm. a thousand years ago. Oh, you I know, know that show. it was a good show. Yes. Um, yeah. None as fun as Divas I've done. None as fun as oh, my one man show. I love that one. That's that's how we met. <laughs> yeah. I found my cape the other day. I was oh, wearing my my Divas I've done cape around oh. the theater all day the other day. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Yeah. That was in Provincetown. I saw that for the yeah, first time. Yeah, I did time. it in Provincetown. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and here. And yeah. I actually did it in at the Kirk. Yeah. Because we're at close. Yes. I saw it there years. too, actually. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> so Aww, many. I love it. That's awesome. I know. You're the best. Oh, my God. I love I love our history. I love all you do. Um, I know everybody listening. Come, You're going to come see a musical about Star yes, Wars. Yes. And you can go to a musical about Star Wars dot com and Naked Boy Singing. Um. We'll, we'll be now and forever. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And performances resume after June 29th for a musical about Star Wars resumes July 13th mm-hmm. at St. Luke's. At St. Luke's. Yes. Everybody, come see Tom's shows. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, and follow me on Twitter. I'm at Tom Dangora. I say a lot. Well, thank you. Thank you. You're so, welcome. It's always great talking to you. Yes, you too. He'll get the dirt and the scoop and the story for he happens to be in the know. Just ask anybody who's had him, had him, with for the business of show. Call me Adam.com. Thanks for listening. For more Call Me Adam interviews, visit callmeadam.com and follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at callmeadamnyc.